Hey, welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan, where we have good conversations with good people, and any good conversation worth having is worth having drunk. So cheers to that. And today, we had Roland Serb on. We're actually at the Profit Rocket Summit, by the way. We had Roland Serb, actually first time on the show, from Access Heating and Air Conditioning, an Idaho-based company. He's actually the operations manager there. So that's actually the second operations manager, general manager that we've had on the show. And again, a great perspective. I love hearing from individuals that aren't business owners that help a business run. And this story was actually really cool because they had a top earning employee, top earning employee, top selling technicians responsible for you know millions of dollars within their business. And they fired him because he was cancerous to the business. That was like, in, in the story of what happened after letting that employee go, oh man, enough said. Listen to this episode, listen to that part, rewind it, listen to it again. Phenomenal shit. Thanks Roland for being on. And of course, we want to hear from you. What was your favorite takeaway? Your top golden nugget? Leave that down in the comment section and wherever you're consuming this content at and enjoy the show. And also enjoy your drinks responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Hey everyone, welcome back to another HVAC Success Secrets Revealed live from Profit Rocket. Having a blast here. Of course, the show again, sponsored by Profit Rocket Blueprint. Check that out. It's dropping Monday. And of course, Sarah Technologies. We got Roland Serb here from Access Heating and Air in Boise, Idaho. What's going on, guys? How we doing? <laughs> so good. We were actually just having a great conversation and you were letting us know a little bit about your business. We're like, we need to hop on the podcast because other people can benefit from listening to this. You're now running an $8 million outfit, right? Doing extremely well. I've got big visions, big goals. One of the big obstacles that you just overcame was having to let go of a cancerous employee mm -hmm. who also happened to be your top revenue generator. Walk us through that. Yeah, so this guy was a, definitely a unicorn. I think that a lot of small businesses depend on to grow their companies and they have a lot of hope writing on this one person to make sure that this guy's going to get me to the next level. And so what we started to realize is that a lot of things that we wanted to implement for growth was actually, he didn't want to implement and just kept having an attitude that started to grow more and more cancerous where he's just on the back end of conversations with other employees. I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't see how this is going to move us forward. And he kind of just thought, his way was the best way of doing business and that he thought that whatever the owner said was just not in alignment with what you needed to do to grow. Right. right. And so when it came to that decision of letting this guy go, it was a tough decision. And so in our company, I think just like most small businesses struggle with is accountability. You have this thing in your mindset that it's hard to find people. The person answering the phone is good enough. The person running your calls is good enough. And then you have this unicorn who's just, you don't know anything better than that. And you think that's the best that you could probably ever get. And so when it comes down to finding that person, you don't believe that there's anyone greater. And so you put up with all the BS that that person takes you through. And so there was just a lot of like discussions around it. It started with just the petty stuff. Like he wouldn't want to enter the building. He made the dispatcher take the paperwork out to him in the parking lot because I told him, I said, don't come in the office. You're being very disruptive with the CSRs, with the call center and the dispatcher and just started doing petty stuff like that. And so I don't know if it was whether it was proving a point or what he was trying to do. But when it came down to making a decision, really the owner really struggled because this guy was 18 year old when he got hired on as a service tech and worked his way up to marketing director, sales manager, service manager. He's been with the company for 15 years. Wow. And so you kind of feel like this kind of sense of loyalty of, I got to take care of this guy. This guy's been with me when I was nothing. And now we're growing, we're going places. And I got to kind of, he scratched my back for so many years, got me through so much. And now I have to help him. 
right? But in that mindset, it was it really held us back. And so I work really closely in this family business with my sister-in-law. She's the office manager. She was seeing stuff too. And so it really took me and Brooke, our office manager, to really just start talking to Keith, having those hard conversations of this guy's holding us back. And it was really tough for our owner, Keith, to start seeing it. But as we started expanding our leadership team and implementing the EOS from the book Traction with Gina Wickman, what happened is these other people that we brought in the leadership team started pointing out the same thing that me and Brooke were pointing out. And it wasn't just that we had a certain bent against him or that it was family and we just wanted him out of the way. And maybe he's not really going with our ideas. That's why we don't like him. It was people who weren't related to the family now saying, hey, this guy's got to go. This guy is a cancer in our culture. And so really hearing their voices, I have to really give it up to Keith Lathander, our owner. He really took the initiative to listen to us and actually consider it. And it was a tough decision for him. He like lost a lot of sleep over this. This was not easy for him. I mean, this was like almost like a son to him. Right. And so he, in making that decision, decided to trust the leadership team. And I think that's really important for a small company to do is to trust the people around you and not just think that your way is the best way, but that the people around you might have a better way of doing it. And so he decided to just kind of was like, I'll let you guys make the decision and we'll let him go. So that's kind of what happened. Wow. So he ended up letting go. And what was the ripple effect of that afterwards? Because obviously now you're missing out on that revenue from a top selling tech. What happened in the office? How did people respond to it? Yeah, great question. So what happened was at first, a lot of people were shocked because he had such a leadership role in the company and they never saw it coming because a lot of the drama we kind of kept concealed. We wouldn't want the culture really seeing what was going on. But we had a company meeting with everyone. We explained to them why we let him go and how we wanted to hold true to our core values and that if we didn't hold someone to our core values, then that would mean that we're not really people of ethics if we don't subscribe to our own core values and that they didn't mean anything. They were just subscriptions on a wall that were just like, okay, yeah, they sound really cool. And so we wanted to show the whole company that we really believe in our core values and these not are just not good sayings on the wall. But that kind of, with the ripple effect of that was that people started to step up. Right. And so we had another salesman who did double the amount that he normally did because we would give all the calls to James, the guy that was running all the calls. And so... What happens there is the ripple effect was the culture got better. We increased in our sales. And so all the fears we had of letting him go actually never happened. And so we're actually so much better off for it. And so looking back, I wish we would have made the decision a lot sooner than we did. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what happens, though, is we build up the story in our head of what it's going to be and what's going to happen and how are we possibly going to make up for it? And I I can't make this decision. It's going to cost me too much money. The reality is, is it's costing you way more money because of the lack of performance that other team members are not able to put in because they don't want to be there. 100%. I look back and what happened was we were stuck at 1.8 for three years right? and we've been in business since 1996 right? and we see all these companies around us just blowing up and we've asked ourselves so many times years in the years past of why can't, why can't we grow at this rate? And I look back and I won't say that he was the one thing that was holding us back. There's just a number of things, but I would say that maybe 60 or 70% of why we didn't grow was probably that unicorn that we depended so much on not holding that unicorn accountable and maybe even potentially let him go earlier than we should. And since then, we've just experienced so much more growth in the team, in our health, the culture. And so 
there's anyone listening to this that's a smaller company I would, and you have something that you can relate to the story, I would encourage you to make the decision now. It's definitely scary. <laughs> You're definitely going to lose sleep over it. But I, I just want to encourage you that you can do it. You can yeah. make it. Yeah. Well, you look at team buy-in, right? Total team buy-in. And when you start living your core values and you hold your team accountable to those core values and you show that you're willing to go to bat for them and you'll remove individuals that aren't going along with that grain, they actually have more respect for the business because now that they see the person that's a problem and you're willing to let that person go because they don't buy in, they're going to be like, well, either A, I want to keep my job. So I'm going to adapt to the culture and buy into their greater vision or be they're just going to leave on their own too. Absolutely. So it's just getting that everybody together all on that same page. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, the seriousness is rises when you tell people, hey, we are going to hire and fire based on our core values. And our core values can't be something that you Google or you look on Instagram or TikTok and say, this sounds really cool. We're going to be speedy and we're going to be enthusiastic and we're going to be about vision it's got to be something that you truly believe in your heart that it's got to be a part of who you are as your dna as a person and then you have to hold other people accountable to that and when you yeah. do people either buy in with your vision like you said or they leave they get out of the company yep. no 100 now i know you mentioned one other thing before we jumped on that you were talking about you were able to manage employees but now you're managing managers as your team has grown in some inherent challenges that change how you manage those individuals what are some of those things that you've learned about doing that in the journey to manage managers? Yeah, that's a great question. So the biggest thing that I can say is not disempowering the managers that you're putting in place. As I transition into this new role of managing managers and for managing employees, you're able to just, when you manage employees, you're able to just get in the office, tell them what you need to do, they listen to you, and they get it done. But as you grow, I guess it's impossible. There's so many people to give direction to. And so you got to put these middle management in place. And when you do, at the beginning, the kind of the struggles that I faced and learned from was I would still jump in, even though these middle managers were set in place and make these calls. And the middle management was like, wait, wait a minute. I was supposed to make that call. Why didn't you let me make that call? Why did you come in and make that call for me? And it really just created a lot of confusion in the team. And so what I've learned was to pretend like my middle management are my only employees that work at the company, that the CSR manager is my only CSR. My service manager is my only service tech. My install manager is my only installer. And I'm directing them and saying, hey, here's what we need to do and get empower them to go ahead and make the calls they need to make the calls on. And there's a, some advice I got from a guy who owns TR Miller, Brian and Jimmy Sloan. And Jimmy once pulled me aside once and he said, and here's an HVAC secret, right? He said, you will net way more from taking their idea and running with it than running with your own idea. Yep. And so now I've learned as an operations manager is really asking the managers, well, hey, what do you think we should do? And if they have a decision, obviously, if I think it's terrible, I'm going to try to guide them out of it. But ultimately, I'm like, all right, let's just do it. Let me know at the end of the day how it worked out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of just some of the lessons I've learned as an operations manager managing the middle management. I absolutely love that. And you mentioned a book that you love as well, The One Thing, Gary mm-hmm. Keller. Gary has another quote that it was in a podcast I was listening to that he was on. Of course, it was a One Thing podcast, <laughs> but a leader's job is not to teach people what to think, but how to think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't do that by dictating tasks. Mm-mm. And it's exhausting too. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like now my job is to spark innovation in how they think yep. to get them to see the bigger picture yep. and kind of walk them through the path of, okay, asking the right questions of how are we going to make that happen? And right. they kind of like are like, I don't even know why you're here. I just kind of came to that conclusion myself. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm like, all right, go do it. Right. Love it. Yep. Love it. So. 
amazing. This has been absolutely gold. I appreciate it. I am curious though, what's one question you wish people would ask you more, but they don't? Man, the question I would ask is what has held you back the most? And I would say ego. Yeah. Ego has held me back the most. And another thing is too, is we all grow up with a certain mindset of how the world is and no one operates how we think the world is, but we all have rose colored lenses on. And I think for me, what holds me back the most is questioning myself of why do I think what I think and why am I feeling what I'm feeling right now? Is it a defense mechanism? Do I feel insecure of what's going on right now? Or should I really pull back right now and actually just try to see the world for what it is versus what I see it? Thinking time. Yeah. Like that ability to pause and reflect so incredibly valuable absolutely yeah very rarely is it more knowledge that we need yeah right it's acting on it and reflection 100 yep i think we're all so good at starting our mornings but not so great at ending our nights uh -huh. we like we'll have our planners of hey here's what i'm gonna accomplish today but so what i've been learning is so often do we end the night of what did i learn today and what can i change for tomorrow yep yeah. i love it so amazing Awesome. Amazing knowledge. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys appreciate so much you. for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely a blessing. Well, and until next time. Cheers. All right. Take care, guys. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Before you go, two quick things. First off, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash HVAC Revealed. The other thing, if you took one tiny bit of information out of this show, no matter how big, no matter how small, all we ask is for you to introduce this to one person in your contacts list. That's it. That's all. One person. So they too can unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Until next time, cheers.